Tonight on Good News, Bad News, the Roe Casey repeal announced that the Guidestones in Georgia are gone. Is the Marvel MCU real life? That and more coming up. Welcome to Good News, Bad News, the Libertarian Christian Roundtable, where every other week we challenge the status quo and give you the Libertarian Christian analysis of what's happening in your world. Welcome back to Good News, Bad News, the Libertarian Christian Roundtable of the Libertarian Christian Institute. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Uh, that today we have we are down to a, a just three of us tonight. Uh, we've got I'm I'm your host, Dr. Norman Horn. We also have the eminent Carrie Baldwin and the wonderful and strange Matthew Bellis. We're missing Aaron tonight. He is out with the flu, so give him some thoughts and prayers that are so so effective of course and <laughs> and so on but hey uh, thank you so much for tuning in be sure to like and subscribe if you're watching this on youtube or give us a nice uh like and review or whatever in your favorite podcasting apparatus uh tonight we're going to talk about just a few quick topics uh, i think what is most on everybody's minds is that frankly that uh, what happened just after we recorded our last episode we were already excited about the supreme court session during uh, two weeks ago but shortly thereafter we got the big bombshell and that was of course the roe v wade and the casey repeal uh, and we say that deliberately because it is a pretty big deal in fact i think it's worthy to note that we were on record even in our book saying <laughs> we'll just admit this that we said roe will never get repealed however uh, boy were think- we wrong I think so glad we were wrong. wrong. (laughs) So glad we were wrong. So glad we were wrong. But what's interesting, and I think a good way to kind of start this off, is that part of the reason we thought that was going to be the case was because of Casey. And in fact, Mm. in retrospect, it's like, oh, now it makes perfect sense. Because Mm. you couldn't really repeal Roe without either dealing with Casey first or doing it simultaneously. And that is exactly what they did, is that the Supreme Court repealed the Casey decision in conjunction with repealing Roe, and that is the only way it made sense. And frankly, I would suggest starting a new precedent in not relying on precedent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's, I mean, there are reasons to have precedents, right? But in this case, in th- they they made a very good justification in the write up for why uh, why why they didn't why that it did, that precedent didn't need to take precedence here. Yeah. So. Well, they actually do a really good job of explaining why this was legislating from the bench. What um, did I just hear praise from Carrie Baldwin? Oh my! Yeah. Oh my word! Oh my. I, I was I was I was um, mm, I was very skeptical. In the beginning, yeah. very skeptical that they were going to screw this up because, well, that's what I've come to expect government to do, yeah. including judges. And uh, so I started reading it and it's I held my job. breath, held my breath. But actually, um, yeah, they do a really great job of tearing apart uh, the, the the justification for, uh, for, for deciding Roe. Um, I think what's important to point out, though, is that they did not render any sort of decision about uh, the personhood status or whether or not fetuses are protected by the 14th Amendment. Like, this isn't actually a pro-life ruling. It just opens the door for states who want to ban abortion to ban abortion. Mm -hmm. Um, I will also say that it actually, if you understand what Roe v. Wade was and what Casey was, um, this equally opens the door for more liberal states to expand abortion. Of course. 
And so, uh, you know, everybody's focused on, on the, uh, the fact that now states can ban abortion, but they're not paying attention to the, the other side of that coin because the, what uh, essentially what the, the court said was this isn't our wheelhouse and we're not your trick monkey. Yeah. Go back, <laughs> go back to your right legislatures <laughs> and do this right. This is yeah. not our, yeah. in fact, I was even, I was even commenting on Facebook. Um, I think that this is even something that Ruth Bader Ginsburg would have supported. I think she would have been in the majority because she had always spoken against Roe in, yeah. in, in terms of um, it being a bad case. Mm -hmm. She didn't think that the court should have decided it. Now she was obviously pro-choice, um, but she she didn't think that Roe was was good case law and shouldn't have been decided. Mm -hmm. um, so this is a it's actually a pretty neutral sort of thing. They just kick it back to the states. And that's it. Um, and yeah, I think I, I think it's which well, let's, let's I don't know if a lot of people know this, though, but a lot of the states, whenever the ruling came down, I shouldn't say a lot, but quite a few had uh trigger laws in place mm -hmm. to already ban abortions like kentucky louisiana south dakota had something missouri, uh texas. missouri texas texas had a 30-day in effect tennessee as well i mean there, there's a lot of states that we could go down yeah. but we won't but already have that in the books waiting for this decision to just come down which so yeah in, in many states it was a win for pro-life but uh, it does change the uh the, the precedence setting from here on out i think it, yeah it totally changes the dynamics and yeah like because like you said there are, i mean what see, what people seemingly i think is if, if, well the the pro-choice advocates are you know predictably and as i wrote that i've written this in a couple places like they were predictably ap they went apoplectic and they were totally hilarious while doing it um, by the because, way carrie i don't know if you know this but you have fewer rights than an ak-47 so. <laughs> Please, well, hey, you the know next what? time you think about you're going to go on a plane and uh, take a ride, oh no, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. But it's ridiculous. It, I will say, must there be is... escorted by a U.S. Marshal for being a woman. The <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you are I will dangerous. say, Pursue lady parts. I, <laughs> I, will... <laughs> I will say. There is a crap ton of fear mongering coming from the left, and it's oh, yes. really and oh the, man, even just so, within the first twenty four hours. But please continue. I'm <laughs> well, yeah. it's it's frustrating because it's actually like I've had conservative Christian women coming to me, private messaging me, saying, "Is this is this true?" Like they're not only saying that that you know you can't have an abortion, but now we're not going to get our miscarriages um, treated in, in the hospital. And we're not gonna have our ectopic pregnancies uh -huh. dealt with. And, yeah. and you know, now this is gonna, like they are attacking this as though our entire reproductive health is now second class, it's, mm -hmm. it's unimportant. And- Well, and, and that it is, and that is, it is now regulated. Which it is not. That it is right. not. Yes, that right. it is now regulated and suppressed. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And and yeah. they keep on. Oh my gosh, they keep on talking about uh, uh, Clarence Thomas's concurrence because uh, 
you know, in his concurrence, he says, hey, um, now that we've, we're, we're reevaluating re things and not looking at this legislating from the bench sort of stuff, we should take a look at these, uh, you know, these cases regarding contraception and gay marriage and, and so forth. This is a concurrence. Oh, yeah. There's no legal standing. There's no, it's not legally binding. And right. the majority decision explicitly said, this doesn't apply to contraception. Yeah. This doesn't apply to gay marriage. This is only about abortion. They were very careful to say, this is about one issue and one well, yeah. issue alone. So they're yeah. seizing upon this in a very particular way, which is also very funny because imagine what it would take in order to get a case to eat. Like the Supreme Court justices can't just make up something and turn it into a case and then overturn whatever they want. That's not the way it works, right? Right. First, the case has to be brought to state courts and yeah. then it has to keep going to higher and higher courts until eventually it is brought to the Supreme Court. Right. So in order for that to occur, you'd have to have somebody going from the lowest levels or, or whatever. And, and to, you know, maybe they could skip to some level. Who knows? I don't know. But but they first have to try something like, OK, we're going to ban contraception in the state of Missouri. Do you know what the probability of that actually is from a state yeah. level? The probability is zero. Yeah. It'll be it, that is. It's not even wrong, as they would say in physics and whatnot. It's like, although it's we like, have well, been wrong before. To be Norman. fair, to yeah. be fair, the militant, the more militant wing of the pro-life movement or anti-abortion movement, they are uh, opposed to contraception. Hormonal All forms. Contraception. Hormonal contraception. Yeah, I, I just don't think that you could that you could reasonably maintain that argument in a court of law, and that, like there is, yeah. there's no way like if. <laughs> if the majority of if the majority of states in the United States are now accepting of gay marriage, for instance, the courts, right. that is not the people, the courts, it is it's just not even possible. That's not a that's not a feasible thing to expect to have happen. And yeah, you're not well, going to see it legislated from, you know, from the from the Congress either. The other thing is, is these these trigger bans that are in place, they're not like universally ident identical there's some that have yeah. uh, that have banned it outright like mm -hmm. no abortion at all but a lot of these trigger bans still have a <clears throat> a span of time mm -hmm. uh so like six weeks eight weeks whatever um now maybe they go back and and change that and ban, ban it completely but even if you could take the strictest view of contraception uh which is that it can sometimes act as an abortion as an abortifacient, which is the argument. Yeah. Um, it still falls within that, you know, the first two weeks um, and wouldn't fall within the, 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 the time span that is set by even some of these trigger bands. So it'll, you know, it, all that to say is the, the fear mongering going on and, you know, saying that this is attacking every aspect of reproductive health is absurd the uh, the other thing i want to point out is that uh somewhere along the way they changed the definition of an abortion it used to be the termination of a pregnancy now it's just the end of a pregnancy so that mm -hmm, i'm going i'm going to Who, who's going changing to write in, now now you got my here's the thing here's the thing do you know who's been in charge of writing sex education 
uh, curriculum for public schools? I, uh, maybe, I don't know, the Department of Education? No. Planned Parenthood. Oh, what do you know? Oh, interesting. <laughs> um, Planned Parenthood. Um, so they've done this because they want to normalize the word abortion. What's wow. a miscarriage? Oh, a man. Naturalistic so abortion. A miscarriage so as abortion. Yeah. That's why they're getting so crazy. That's why they actually yeah. call it they're they are renaming miscarriage spontaneous abortion. I mean this is this has actually been around, is, I'd say, for about mm, ten years, that this language, but now it's entrenched. <laughs> Thank you, public schools. It's now entrenched. Um, and so it's yeah. confusing a lot of people because they yeah. think they think, oh, I mean, technically, if abortion is the end of a pregnancy birth also falls under that because yeah. that's the end of a pregnancy. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not in, it is, it is. Uh, no, because within the word abortion, there is a specified intent. Yeah. There, well now that now, especially now in the way we define it, they're also, Correct. when, when they talk about, when they talk, like when they, when they talk about taking the abortion pill, they don't talk about it in terms of, okay, it's going to um, starve your fetus because this is what it does. It starves and suffocates the fetus. It says, this is the first step to ending your pregnancy. And then you take misoprostol and that's the second step to ending your pre pregnancy. Hmm. That's it. It's very sterile, sanitized language so that you, so that it's not knocking up against your conscience that you're actually killing something. Hmm. Um, and so at any rate, you know, you have an ectopic pregnancy, they think, oh, I, I, I'm going to have to end this pregnancy because this is dangerous to my life. I need to have an abortion because an abortion means end a pregnancy. That's where they're get. that's where all this confusion, well, part of it, it's part of where all of this okay. confusion is coming from and it's freaking women oh. out and they need like, <laughs> frustrates me. <laughs> Well, that's just makes our job even more secure in trying to uh, to bring truth. Although I would have to say, finding out or or seeing some people figure out what's actually been going on here, has really <clears throat> really illuminated the fact that uh, not a whole lot of people understand federalism, yeah. or mm -hmm. separation yeah. of states. Um, they believe separation that we just powers. live mm -hmm. separation of powers. They believe yeah. that we live in a on a monarchical or at least an oligarchical society uh that whatever one people or one person says is is what goes and you know it's just it's been a little entertaining but also very sad so. yeah. yeah i mean it, maybe there's still something to the oligarchical but it, it's not a it's not some sort of dictatorship of the supreme court i mean come on right <laughs> at least that's what they were saying from the supreme Court. yeah right so. Well, and well, I'm sure that there are people who would love for that to be the case. <laughs> yes. Yeah, when it's when it's their people. When it's their mm -hmm. people. But, yep. So one other point probably worthy of note is that is that there is a there were some differences between at least our understanding of the leaked opinion that came out a couple months ago and oh, yeah. that which was the final result. Uh, one which we we've, we've sort of alluded to but we'll make more explicit is that we keep saying that this that the role of legislating now goes back to the states, but it in tech, technically speaking, and that was what we thought like it was only in the leaked opinion. 
uh, and, and the reading of that was based on people that we knew and trusted and so on. Uh, but it does turn out that when you do dig into the opinion a little more, it does leave the door open for Congress to do something mm -hmm. as well. It'll be interesting to see, of course, if they try it, whether it's doable and then whether it would not get challenged uh, very quickly from, on a federalism basis, potentially right. even at the Supreme Court level. That, that's an interesting question as to what, 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 is held, what will be held up in the future uh, in this right. regard. But they did say very explicitly uh, in the opinion that you know, abortion is now, is now an issue for the people and their representatives to be legislated upon by the states or in Congress. So we know at least that the expectation is there will be more to come in the future. And uh, I just, you know, what kind of struck me um, by, you know, even on the day of, was that in many respects, you know, not only not only is this something that like essentially this opinion uh, stated what Ron Paul was, had basically been saying for years when he was okay. in office and before he, he even I think even while he was running for president in 08 and 2012. And that is that this is an issue that can be legislated upon at this both at the state level and at the national level. And the, and the fact is, is that the Republican Party, which claims to be so pro-life, uh, is basically not doing its job. And, right. and you know, that, that's the accusation. So those, of, so those people out there who believe that, oh, yeah, the Republican Party is the bastion of freedom and whatnot. No, 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 no. no. Hang on. You have been lied to. You are being manipulated. And it is for the, bene the benefit of the politicians and not the causes that you claim to support. Right. And that, that's something I, I think it should you know, in many respects be remembered then as that this is kind of the denouement in many respects of the Republican Party's failure here, mm -hmm. or at least it is a, a, some sort of apex point. <laughs> right. It's their time to show up at least. I want, they, well, I want to, I want to make a point about the Republicans because, you know, one, to your, to your point, even Norm, one of the biggest grievances that pro-lifers have had have been against Republicans. Mm -hmm. And, you know, on this very show, on the roundtable, I pointed out how the vast majority of Supreme Court cases regarding abortion were all, mm -hmm. most of them, vast majority decided by a conservative majority court. Yeah. So, um, you know, one thing that I do want to emphasize and hit home and say to as many libertarians as I possibly can is we do need to pay attention to what this legislation, what the ban legislation looks like state to state, um, because it can it can be different, it can change. And we live in a world now that is, um, that, is uh, that has completely normalized the tough on crime uh, mentality, Joe mm -hmm. Biden's, you know, war on drugs, tough on crime, we're gonna throw the book at them, sort of criminal justice that not only doesn't work for other violent crimes, there's no, it doesn't produce deterrence. Yep. Um, it does not lower recidivism rates. It is expensive and it doesn't help the victims in the slightest, right? And libertarians should take this moment as an imperative not to try to legalize abortion in these states that want to ban it, but take it as an imperative to go reform the criminal justice system in those states. This is, this is the time to do it. Yep. is get in and and start making those adjustments you, you know i'm gonna i'm gonna go sidebar for a second and do an unplanned thing 
Uh, <laughs> <I've>... <laughs> that, really? Is that a pun? Because... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> okay, that was a slip. Uh, okay, well, uh, no, we're not having a fourth child. Uh, but <laughs> no, but um, you know, just thinking about the the war, like tough on crime and police reform, or like justice system mm-hmm. reform. I just watched um, David Simon's new show uh, that came out on HBO Max uh, recently called um, uh, "We Own This City," and mm-hmm. it is actually based on a true story about the police corruption in Baltimore. And, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to uh, you say that this is some sort of PG thing. Watch it with your kids. It is not. Do not do that. It's a bad idea. Uh, but, but it's, I mean, it's really interesting. And by the end of it, you do get a lot of, like, there's some pretty good, uh, there's some pretty good, like, diatribes, if you will, uh, ex- talking about, like, what's going to happen here as a result mm-hmm. of the supposed reform that's coming down the pipes and like, and mm. they, they kind of show like, and this is all based, eventually they, they talk, I mean, it's based on a true story. All the characters are actually like real people or wow. who, they were based on real people. Mm-hmm. All the events that are at least the end results did happen. And a lot of the background stuff as well. So it, it's interesting, you know, in that respect, um, I again, you know, it's, it is an adult show, uh, go into it with the eyes wide open in that respect. And, but, uh, but it's, it, I mean, it, the point is, is like, yeah, the war, like, we more than ever, we need to see justice system reform. Hopefully yes. this is a good impact to get there. You know? Right. Um, all right. Well, th- so that's a, that's a, that's a wrap on that part, but, uh, you know, kind of leading straight into, you know, like the, in the background of all of this is that there is a lot of, uh, conf- there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of distrust. There's a lot of unrest in people's minds with regards to, you know, the institutions that we all know and love. And a new report recently came out that Carrie uh, brought to our attention that I think she's going to explain. Yeah, there you go. Right there. This is a new Gallup poll that came out <clears throat> July 5th. Um, and Basically, all of the confidence ratings for the vast majority of institutions associated with the government have declined drastically. You got Congress way down there at the bottom at <laughs> just seven percent confidence, with a point five, or I'm sorry, yeah. negative five change uh, mm-hmm. in, in, from last year to this year. Crazy. Television, television news is only at eleven. <laughs> thank you thank you fact checkers <laughs> yes good exactly. job guys you did it good good job <laughs> you did Big it business. you ruined hey, cable news speaking of, speaking of the criminal justice system criminal oh, justice yeah. system we have no confidence in it i would just like right. to say that is joe biden's legacy yeah, is the yeah. criminal justice system um you have he was, a, he was drug warrior number one in the he 90s was. he was i mean that guy yep. that guy was totally into law and order let's let's stop the drugs I gotta say, Republicans should should be repealing these laws just on the basis that they hate Joe Biden. Like, yeah. go, go with that. Yeah. Um, the presidency is at twenty three. The Supreme Court is only Dropped at twenty five. Fifteen points. Yep. It's crazy. Banks are at twenty seven. I tweeted out that if people knew the connection between banks and our government, it would probably be as low as Congress. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, I, organized I, labor hanging in there at 28%. Yeah. Good job, organized I'm, labor. I'm a little disturbed by the confidence that we have in our military and police, but, oh, yeah. you know, but I do want to point it, out, we've got some great confidence in small business, which is, you know, pretty awesome. You want to sell stuff on Etsy? I believe in you. Yeah. <laughs> so go, go, go start a business because somebody's likely to trust you more than they trust Congress. Wow. I love it. That's interesting. So yeah. overall, you know, the, what in some respects, what we're seeing is that there's just a greater sense of distrust across from people to people, period. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I mean, granted, institutions are different than individuals on, you know, but they are made up of individuals as per se. Yeah. And uh, so, OK, what it, what is what do you think this means for the kind of mid and long term, Carrie? I don't know. Um, you know, they do have they do have a breakdown with, you know, with parties. You have Republicans and independents and, Dem and Democrats. Um, I don't know if this is somehow indicative of any sort of wed red wave that might be coming in the midterms. I know that the Republicans are hoping for that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what I see is whatever whatever voters are hanging on to the two-party system i would call that that population compared to the middle ground people who are just tired of of all the crap mm -hmm. um i would call them fringe i think that there's relatively few people who are actually clinging to their party politics at this point i think everybody's frustrated um i think and that's what these numbers show they're con the, the confidence in major portions of government that are supposed to be legitimate portions of government the court the criminal justice system and congress are at all-time lows um so, and, and now this is interesting republicans have a increased trust in large technology companies yeah that's weird yeah well, seems I've a bit off there error on that one yeah <laughs> <laughs> that seems strange actually what i what i find most potentially interesting about this about about this kind of this data and if you stick on that that oh. uh, chart for one more second okay highlight the line for organized religion and yeah know how there actually is a de there's a decrease in confidence in in the church or organized religion with republicans and independents yeah. largely a large one 10 percent yeah. drop nominal right. percentage points uh representing almost a 30 percent drop in total right. uh there but uh, uh in independence for the church but the Democrats basically held were solid on it. Hmm. In other words, they they stayed the same, even though they have the lowest nominal percentage to begin with. Right. So that's that's really interesting, and I kind of want to I, I, I kind of want to dig into that a little for a minute. I I would guess that that is a consequence specifically of the uh, scandals in the Southern Baptist Convention. Really, and, okay. And the yeah the issues that have come up around abuse and women in the church, not even necessarily like women's ordination, although that's connected. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the, the SBC is the largest denomination in the, in the United States. And they have been taking fire um, because lots of people are coming out with uh, reports of abuse. They just came out this year um, with uh some sort of investigative report that actually delineates all the abuse problems that they've had uh yeah. in that denomination and there are more reports coming in so um 
I, I would venture to guess that the, the decrease in confidence in the church has a large part to do with that. Hmm. Yeah, and correspondingly, you might also throw in there, you know, the, the scandal surrounding Hillsong, mm-hmm. you know, huge, mm-hmm. huge megachurch, multi-campus sort of thing, yep. uh, as well as, I mean, quite honestly, like the Ravi Zacharias scandal was a pretty big deal. Yeah, and that, goes, uh, that goes hand in glove with this abuse thing that's happening with, with yeah. SBC. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, there's been a split that has really taken hold this year within the United Methodist Church, which mm. I, I think goes to show it as well. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, a a confidence in the uh, denominational system has definitely been shaken. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's interesting. Well, Al Moeller, if you're listening, uh, you can give me a call <laughs> and I'll be a, a shoulder to cry on. Uh, no, or I'll... I, honestly, if Al called, I would I would 100% pick up and say, "Hey, man, what's up?" But uh, fall over, I'm sure. But, uh, I, no, I, uh, uh, it's an inside joke for LCI we love you, Al. Insiders, yeah. there, so you go. God bless you, sir. <laughs> Keep it up, man. <laughs> I just wish he loved us. Oh, well. <laughs> he'll get there someday. <laughs> well, all right, and uh, of course, moving on, moving on though to. To the in the news of the weird uh, section, I guess I, I believe that we are getting kind of. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and now we're entering the twilight zone. <laughs> yeah, but it does it does appear that the uh, that the world is turning into uh, is turning into the Marvel MCU, and that uh, and that Thanos may be incoming uh, because apparently the Guidestones have fallen. I didn't they know have. what this was. <laughs> until Matt brought it to my attention. I'm still not sure if I'm supposed to really care, but my, Matt is going to do his best at this point in time well, to convince the, me. So Matt, the New World the Order <laughs> The New World Order has has been at the forefront of all of our lives. Oh, they have okay. been mingling in every single step, and the thing that has guided them to that point has been bum 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 the Georgia Guidestones. <laughs> Yes, folks, great. this is the Georgia <laughs> Guidestones of what they actually look like. Intimidating. No. Was. Or was. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Was. As you can see, this is made of four slabules uh, with atopped another slabule and betwixt all of them a, uh, a skinnier slabule. Um, <laughs> okay. Of stone written in different languages. Oh, and they have different guiding principles. Yeah, they've got all kinds of stuff on there that are interesting. But uh, we can go over what these say. But unbeknownst to many people, the NWO or the New World <laughs> Order, not the uh, not not the wrestling faction, but the NWO has been dealt a fatal blow, folks. Are you That's ready right. for it? Kaboom! <laughs> In the middle of the night. <laughs> No way. In the what? middle of the night, they spontaneously combusted. Or was it this oh, there's guy? There's another angle. It was probably oh. this guy. Oh. Oh. Wh- whoever, whoever that car was oh. who can't find the gravel uh, or the road and is driving on grass. Kaboom. Okay. Uh, that's... So what do these things What do these things say? Like, Why am I supposed to care that, that Georgia has these things? It's a mysterious, mysterious guidestone here. Okay. Well, uh, what is that? What, what you don't understand is that it showed up. It just showed up. There's stones that guide. What are you... There's stones that just showed up 
in a place called uh, Elberton. Uh, yes, Elberton, Georgia, which is in Elbert County. It's kind of like, you know, some guy was standing around saying, what's your town's name? And you're like, uh, Elbert, uh, <laughs> Georgia. Okay. And they just showed up mysteriously. Nobody knows who put them there. Nobody knows why they're put there, but they have this inscription on them to guide humanity over our next millennia. And it was written in these different languages, English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, wait, 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 Arabic, did, traditional when was, Chinese. When were these built? When did they show up? 1980, 1980. two years okay. before I was born. Coincidence? No. Yes. Um, <laughs> but it had certain guiding principles on it. There were 10. Give you an idea of where they got that idea. Uh, but oh. there were 10 guiding principles on this uh, on these stones written in these different languages and they had some pretty innocuous type of things like uh rule passion faith and tradition all things with tempered reason and protect oh. people and nations with fair laws and just courts oh, and let very, all very nations reasonable. rule internally yeah. resolving external disputes in a world court which is kind of uh, you know a little, little weird, weird. Right, but... avoid petty laws and useless officials which we yeah. all would agree all right. with all right. uh, balance personal rights with Social duties, which is, you know, kind of poopy. I mean, uh, prize, truth, duties. beauty, love, seeking harmony with, not God, the infinite. Um, oh, okay. Be not a cancer on the earth, Norman. Don't you dare do it. Leave <laughs> room for nature. Leave room for nature. Yes. Leave room for They nature. also want to unite humanity with a living new language, which they tried to do with Esperanto, and that didn't work. Um, but they had two like two two points on here which were the most controversial. Are you ready? Okay. Maintain humanity under five hundred million in perpetual balance with nature. Oh, re really? And guide reproduction wisely. Did they forget a zero? Fitness, improving fitness and diversity. What if they missed a zero on that? What if they meant five billion? No, you they mean... meant five hundred thousand. You mean but like the they got a That's a big difference. That's three hundred million. Yeah. I think they. I bet you they missed the zero. <laughs> <laughs> they missed yeah, two zeros zero. and meant fifty billion. Fifty billion people. Their 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 chisel got worn out. So as you might understand, though, these guideposts, these guide stones, have been uh, a a topic of of constant conversation. Oh, yeah. Within the conspiracy so much so, circles, so much that... so that I was well aware of this only one hour ago. Well, and, and here's the thing. You are a well-reasoned individual that takes truth and reason <laughs> and and lives in hum uh, harmony with them. Uh, with the leaving so room you are, for nature? You, you're leaving room for nature. You're doing a very, but very good job without the guide stones, mind you. They're, they're hiding in plain sight. They're hiding in plain sight, yes, but the NWO is not. <laughs> oh, does and this today, mean the Great Reset is over? The Great Reset's done. Agenda 21 and 30 have been dealt a fatal blow. You mean we destroyed their we, out we on destroyed the, their their instruction manual. We've they destroyed their god now. and their god has been left wanting. Are we sure that like that they weren't, you know, blasting, you know, uh some like a Leftover Ride fireworks the Valkyries or something when they when oh. they blew it up, you know, kind of like V for Vendetta style, you know. Yeah, that'd be kind of yeah. Here's Tchaikovsky for you. <laughs> um, 
Which is funny, though. I, I look at this, and especially number two, guide reproduction wisely improving fitness and diversity. Folks, we were only, what, 35 years away from the Second World War. Did we learn nothing from the Nazis? Right. <laughs> Good <laughs> oh night. God. But that was the New World Order for you, and they are done? Did they done? forget a period there or something? You know, like, say we're going to do reproduction wisely and then like well improve fitness yeah get everybody get fit and yeah there is diversity yeah there, so there is norm, a, uh, norm is going with they norm is going with they stink at grammar <laughs> yeah. that's what we're going with <laughs> <laughs> and numbers apparently and then yeah. translated it into other into other languages yeah, so i'm just saying I, you know hey freedom rings i I bet I mean and booms. the guy the and the the, philo- the the eminent philosopher that must have come up with this uh, yeah. obviously was not a stone cutter, so he probably he was a had to hire it out right. So he had to write it down, and then yeah. and then the stone cutter was one the one who made a mistake. That's, that's probably the true. Forgot yeah. the extra zero. <laughs> or the masons. Ooh. That's the stone cutters. Yeah. Yeah. I can honestly I can see how that like whole interaction went down. Like like maintain humanity, man. Like five hundred million. Five hundred million is right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not what's the population of the I can't be five hundred million. I really like the idea. I really like the idea of just potheads sitting in a circle saying, Man, we need our own stonehenge. (laughs) (laughs) We should just do it. Just do it. We should just do it. Yeah, we should say something. We're gonna stop off at After... the gas station, get some Cheetos, and then do our own Stonehenge. That sounds. That sounds very plausible. I mean, <laughs> it happened. Well, it happened. all right, and no more. <laughs> well, rest assured, uh, we are not out to uh, to write uh, yet another set of Ten Commandments on stone. Uh, we think that. Probably the ones we have are pretty good. The first ten so, are good enough. The first ones nailed it. A okay. <laughs> good job, God. Good job, God. Yep, we we approve. We approve. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that is all for today, folks. We hope you enjoyed that. Again, please uh, like and subscribe if you're here on YouTube. Let us know what you like about this in the comments, or send us a message at uh, at podcast at libertarianchristians.com if you have something you want to say, question you want to ask, or something you'd like to see uh, from us sometime. Or if you just want to say, Matt, you're awesome, or something like that. I know It's more likely, it's Matt, hard. you're loathsome. Yeah, so. well, I, we, something or another. Uh, but one last thing I would like to point out, because I kind of forgot to mention this earlier. We talked about the Casey repeal, and there is an upcoming awesome podcast episode oh, right. with Carrie Baldwin and the none other than the eminent Mike Meharry of the Godarchy uh, website, and he's also with the Tenth Amendment Center. They do a whole rundown of the Roe Casey repeal and a whole lot more. And so make sure you go to our main podcast, the Libertarian Christian Podcast, uh, which you'll find on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you like to listen to your podcast. Check it out, and I know it is going to be fantastic. So until next time, we hope... Uh, that you'll come and check us out again. Again, this is Good News, Bad News. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.